If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? I'm good, I'll be honest. I'm in a giggly mood. I just Everything's a bit funny to me. I don't know what's going on, a, a, Connor. A giggly mood? Well, look, it was just that, that intro. I was stifling and laughed the whole time. You did it grand, but I was just like, God, wouldn't it be weird if I laugh now? And then that started me off thinking, oh, should I laugh? Am I laughing? And now I'm just happy. You can follow <laughs> us on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying my best, man. Now I'm sad. How's that? <laughs> Better content, yes! Um, so, John, you won't be sad for too long once you hear what character I'm doing But, Connor, just to clarify, you usually pick DC characters and I usually pick Marvel. Isn't that the conceit of this show? That That is correct. And so last week you picked... a. A Marvel character nobody can even probably remember. Like, the spot or the blotter, whatever his name was. Okay? The blotter, lovely. Very the creative. Blah, 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 right? <laughs> but this week, I said, last week's character was so good. And we've been doing a lot of good characters mm. on Hero Zero recently. A lot of underrated characters. And so sometimes, we used to do a thing that kind of mixed it up. <laughs> that... We didn't do underrated comic book characters, Sean. What did we do on Hero Zero? We did absolute dog shit comic book characters. The worst of the worst. And so this week, I am back 
with one of my worst comic book characters ever created. What a dumb idea, DC character. I love it. It's been it has been a while since we've done this. Yes, where we just got to say this is bad and this existed in comic books. Okay, hit me with it, Connor. So, my character is created by Jerry Siegel and Jim Mooney. In 1961, Action Comics 276. How you know it's good when it's the 60s. And it's a character... He's part of the Legion of Superheroes. Which, how you know, it's definitely a shit character. Because, Sean, this week we're doing Bouncing Boy. That's right, the boy who can bounce. Does he just have the powers of bouncing? (laughs) He does, yeah. That's class. (laughs) Okay, okay, gonna destroy Darkseid. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. Yeah, so in the late 1950s, Mort Weisinger hired Jerry Siegel to start writing for DC Comics again, after roughly a decade apart. Siegel was fired in 1947 when him, when he and Joe Shuster tried to regain the rights to Superman from DC Comics. Right. Now, enough time had passed that DC cut Siegel a break and brought him back, and Siegel's second stint at DC was extremely impressive, Sean. He became one of the main writers for the Legion of Superheroes in the early years of the group. And Siegel was one of the writers who mastered the art of the superheroes he, he, superheroes who seem like jerks, but are actually using are good guys using some convoluted plan. Right. And that was kind of his mantra. What a genre to, to describe. <laughs> So, the superheroes are, you think they're dickheads, but in the end you're like, oh, a clever plan they had. So they were pretending to be dickheads, or they are dickheads, but just with a very good plan? Maybe a bit of both. So years later, this would be described as a term known as super dickery, which is what they're like in comic books. Right, okay. So Batman, of course. So it would seem like Superman, or a legionnaire, was being mean. And that was what covers would show to draw in the reader. I basically. know one of these. There's uh, this is a complete derailment. You might be. Uh, do, do you bring up an example of this? But Superman was real no, mean. There was an issue where Superman was being real mean to Jimmy Olsen. Um, like Superman adopted Jimmy Olsen, basically. And it was uh, Jimmy Olsen was like, "Oh, thanks, Superman. You're the best." And I, I made you this picture, this uh, this jacket or whatever. And Superman <laughs> just like fucking destroys it with laser vision and it's just like these aren't even my colours Jimmy and he starts treating Jimmy Olsen like an absolute prick yeah uh, it's we've it's like shocking covers where you're like what is Superman what has gotten into him yeah like well, he's meant to be a nice guy but he's bullying a child yeah and so keep this in mind when you read about Adventure Comics 301 which is the first issue after the Legion became a permanent fixture of Adventure Comics with Superboy as the lead feature Running every issue until Adventure Comics 380. So that's a lot of issues they had. Um, So what happened was, um, the story by Siegel opens with the Legion telling Bouncing Boy that he can't be a member of the Legion of Superheroes. Cause you're shit. Now, (laughs) Now, remember, the Legion actually debuted with their attempt to recruit Superboy for the Legion. So adding new members to their team was like a pretty big deal. And sure enough, in the years since their 1958 debut, they seemed to add a new member basically in every single issue they showed up in. Right, okay. So it's just a, it's a, it's a hero of the week kind of deal. 
Yeah, and Bouncing Boy actually first appeared a year earlier in Action Comics as one of the other applicants to the Legion, along with Supergirl and Brainiac 5, who actually made his first appearance in that issue. That's pretty cool. Does Bouncing Boy not seem a bit (laughs) under-equipped as compared to the others? Pouncing Boy and Sun Boy did not make it on the team. <laughs> oh, I need to, we're hearing about Sun Boy in the future, please. <laughs> but Pouncing Boy, they didn't make the cut shot. They turned up, they tried out, said, you're just not good enough. You're not what we're looking for. I, we, we're looking for someone, you know, with talent and skill who can actually make a difference. Yeah, and so Adventure Comics 301 features another membership drive. Because every year they got to have a big membership drive to bring in some new Legionnaires. They have the new draft, yeah. Yeah. And eventually Cosmic Boy decides that the possible new Legionnaires should, should hear about how one of the members of the team came to make it on the Legion. And he randomly selects Bouncing Boy, who shows up to give his origin to them in the, in the oh, he story. Just, he tells the origin. Yes, and so this is not going to be a normal hero or zero, this is I'm telling you the origin that he tells us, and so this is how Bouncing Boy came to be, Sean. Thank God I was wondering, this is is a bigger question than the Joker's origin. Mm. And now I will admit, it's one of the dumbest origins of any superhero ever. Excellent, good. So... He's working for a scientist when and when the scientist tells him to deliver his new invention. So he says, yes, sir, right away. And en route to his destination, he, he passes by a robot gladiator tournament that's I'm, going on. This is Earth in the 60s, right? <laughs> yes. Why the fuck is there a robot gladiator? So, Where so is it, this? I think it might be in the future, actually, you know, to be honest with you. Because he, <laughs> no, actually, I think the, Bouncing Boy is originally from, like, maybe a different planet. It's all a whole fucking thing. That's fine, but why, 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 why is gladiatorial combat featuring robots the primary method of entertainment? Look, the, so the scientist has this new thing, right? Right. And he's made a new discovery. And he's like, you are my errand boy, Right. And I need you to deliver this super plastic fluid to the science council at once. Okay? Okay. Surely that's like a delivered by hand. You don't hand that off to the assistant. And so he takes it and he's like, don't you worry, Doc. I'll get it to them. I'm the man for the job. Mm. And so... He sh- he's going there. He's basically at the doorstep of the science lads. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. he looks to his right. Robot gladiator tournament, Sean. I robot mean, gladiator tournament. Happening at like what? Like two o'clock in the day. This robot gladiator tournament is on. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll give you his piece of um, his little piece of wording or the thought bubble that he has. Good, please. Oh boy, I don't want to miss today's match for anything. I'll watch it just for a little while. <sighs> Bouncing boy, you this like surely the professor would have reiterated that the importance of delivering that new invention on time. <laughs> I'm going to read. You. I'm going to read you the next piece of dialogue. So we also he's now inside the arena, Sean. He's sitting in his chair, and right. you see the big arena. And the guy's like going around, he's checking his tickets or whatever, or like there's cold drinks, 
right? Right. And this is his thought bubble that they wrote. What a thrill. Two rival teams are within those cubicles below, each operating a robot warrior by remote control. Every man is responsible for one robot arm or leg. That's why there are four men on each team. Why does this matter? Why does this matter? This better play into the story. Like, four people need to fucking cure Bouncing Boy or something like that. I'll be honest with you, it does not play into the story. Why are we working out the logistics of this fictional sport? <laughs> and then I'm just going to keep reading the, the, the words because it's great I'm just going to read the whole comic two page of paddle here that's gone in front of me Yow, it's a great battle the men operating the giant robot arms and legs sure are skillful prize fights between humans were outlawed 50 years ago as too brutal these harmless robot slugfests replaced them <laughs> well uh, this is I'd, I'd wager you could do more damage with the robots. <laughs> you forgot. Wiley was giving us all that exposition. Robot are bouncing boys after accidentally buying some soda. He bought some off the guy going around with the food. Right? Oh, yeah. And so, I was. he was so excited. And he says, I couldn't take my eyes off the metal gladiators for a moment. And that's when I made a fateful mistake. Reaching for the soda pop no, bottle I'd bought from a vendor and placed beside the lab bottle, I lifted up the <laughs> wrong bottle, Sean. This is not an origin. This cannot be how it happens. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so he's at the Robot Wars and he's so excited. He's just, oh, he's just enamored with what's going on. He's just, he's after accidentally buying some soda. Same bottle, same colour. Yeah, same exact same weight. thing. Everything is identical. Puts it beside the liquid that's mysteriously sciencey on the ground. Which he's just leaving around at, at this fucking sporting event. He's only seeing that. He's only at the fight for a few minutes, Sean. He's going straight to the science council after this. But why is the science council in such close proximity to this stadium that seems custom built? <laughs> For robot gladiator fight. These are all too many questions. Unexpectedly, he tears, starts to drink from the bottle, Sean, and thinks, "Oh, this soda pop sure tastes awful." Oh, it still has. He still hasn't realised at this point. <laughs> and then a second later, he says, "It isn't soda, girl. I'm drinking the super plastic fluid by mistake." Is this thought bubble? While he's drinking it. So, like, he's... Yes! Yeah, I was thinking. He keeps drinking it as he thinks, oh, no, I shouldn't be doing this. Do you ever get halfway through a bottle and go, this is piss, better keep drinking? Better just finish it off to make sure, don't want to be rude. (laughs) Then, to his horror, Sean, he starts to become rounder. And he becomes a big ball of a man. (laughs) Or a boy. (laughs) Or a boy, sorry, a big ball boy. A big he ball becomes. boy. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough, Sean, we need some people who are onlookers around him to start making some comments. And so the man in front of him looks around and says, Look, he's expanding like a balloon. He's lucky he's wearing clothing made of stretchable fibre. How do you know this, sir? He's see, like, this guy seems to know a awful lot. He's like the tailor of the planet, and he's like he's top of his game. He can just look at someone and be like, yeah. "That's linen." Oh, he knows. Yeah, yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah. 
rising to his feet, he lost his balance, Sean, and tripped. But when he falls down the stairs of the stadium... He's killed instantly. He's not killed instantly, Sean. The opposite. He lives. But not only lives. (laughs) He lives instantly. He drives. (laughs) He drives. Is this how they invent... uh, Robot football. Does he go onto the pitch? I think that's the only logical explanation because he, I, his speech bubble here is I, I'm bouncing downward. I don't feel pain whenever I strike something solid. My body feels soft like a sponge. <laughs> so we've had sponge and balloon are the two comparisons made so far. Opposite, really, when you think about it. Really, the one is made of sponge and the other is made of rubber. It's yeah, very different. Sponges don't bounce either. That's one thing. Down and down, and I continue to bounce. How many Until stairs? It's a stadium, Sean. There's a lot of stairs. Until he sailed into one of the cubicles, banging against the men operating one of the robots. Oh no! But there's four of them in there, Connor. One for each limb of the robot. Yeah, but one of the legs now is not working. I'm really glad this was set up beforehand. Yes, because now we know the stakes. <laughs> so, um, okay, so one of the legs is gone on one of the robots. And you know what that means? The robot that team is controlling doesn't win, Sean. It loses. Right. Is this where he sets up his, like, his arch rival is this team of four robots? pilots uh, no to be honest with you he just gets a bit of abuse because <laughs> the team just shouts look what you've done you bouncing baboon you made us lose control of our robot and now the rival team has won <laughs> lads Did, was this the best she could do at the time honestly <laughs> and he says I don't blame them for being peeved I'd better bounce right out of here oh he's already <laughs> Like leaning into the shtick. An expert. An expert on bouncing. He knows the full extent of his bounce ability. Like he's going to bounce off. He bounced three times and he immediately realised he could bounce off anything solid without feeling pain. I would wager the first, like the first bounce doesn't even count because he just fell down some steps. So what we get from that is he shirks off his one duty, his one job that he had that day. Mm-hmm. He blows off work to watch a game of Robot Wars and then moronically drinks the serum that he was supposed to be delivering thinking it was a soda. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I'm... This is a dumb character. Like, not even like... You know, you, we, we have had comics where they've just been r- stupidly written and they make no sense. This guy is an actual dumbass. Like, yeah. No, he is, yeah. He's and he's just wandering so into he, situations. So he tries out for the Legion because mm. now he's a superhero because he can bounce and he's a big man and he's a big round boy. And so he bounces on into the Legion and they reject him. And they say, you're shit. You're the guy home. that fucked up the robot wars. <laughs> I, was, I had a load of bets on that. <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes, he goes off and he's like, I'm never going to get back onto that team. But you know what he needs, Sean? What? He needs to stop a bad guy or crime in some way to show that he's worthy. How does he... Does he just burst into someone and that's how he stops crime? (laughs) 
so you have a bad guy come up in the next few scenes and he paralyzes the other legionnaires right right they're on the rope Sean they're on the ropes there's no one there to help there's no one there to help but there was one boy who had the ability to bounce and so mentally he wills his bouncing power to take effect to become bouncing boy oh he can turn it on and off yeah, you can turn it on or off. You know what I mean? When did he discover this? Yeah, when he just, he just discovered it. Like, he's super-powered. Right, okay. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll allow it. And so, it. He, he jumps, he takes a running jump and bounces towards the bad guy. <laughs> no plan at this point. He's just bouncing towards him. <laughs> and then the bad guy has one of the best pieces of dialogue ever said in comic books because he says keep away fat boy or I'll paralyse you like the others fucking hell that's just that's genuine no abuse chill. yeah that's not like super villain dialogue that's just really mean keep away fat boy and in the comic book panel bouncing boy is in the air as he's saying this so he couldn't stop if he wanted to. <laughs> he's, he's already made the leap. He, he look. He leaps before he looks. That's how we'll sum that's up bouncing boy. That's that's the thing. And so, and he's in response. So he's already been called fat boy and been told, "I'm going to paralyze you if you just fucking don't stop gravity." So his self esteem right is bruised. Yeah. Bouncing Boy is stronger than you think, because he says, Oh, you think so? Let's find out just how wrong you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, very good. Oh, yeah. Very good comeback that yes. he thought of there. Uh, yes. Again, this this plan is just, I'm going to smash into him. I'm going to bounce into him. And so he hits the bad guy smack bang on the chin, Sean, with his elbow. Right? Right. And then he says the, the iconic line, because if you're a superhero, you need like a one-liner. When you when you when you knock someone out, yeah, like it's clobber in time or Hulk smash mm. or I'm Batman. He says, he says, keep those metal mitts to yourself. They don't affect me at all. Oh, <laughs> it's just, it's not as like marketable as as the, the uh, what I feel there. I feel I gave examples that <laughs> didn't work with bouncing boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and as he rebounds off the wall so he hits him he comes once comes round hits the guy knocks him out because the metal bits they don't affect him at all it's true he then bounces off the wall and while he's bouncing back says the line he's unconscious I'll remove the generator pack so he won't be able to harm anyone else when he revives that's a one-two punch, but knock out, steal energy pack immediately. That's it, and immediately know the source and the, the, the like distribution of this guy's power. Just mm. he picks that up. He's well, he learned from the tailor in the audience how to just assess someone's I, gear. I will say though, it doesn't make any sense because he hits the guy from front on, mm. and so if you hit someone from front on, what way are they going to land? Uh, on their back. Right, when he bounces back off the wall a second later, that guy's right on his tummy. <laughs> he did a full pirouette knockout kind of situation. <laughs> oh, classic. Was, do you know when Crash Bandicoot dies? Mm. That kind of motion. <laughs> yeah. In a matter of minutes, the paralysed victims recovered, Sean, and the place became crowded with police and super legionnaires who responded to a robbery alarm signal. 
Good work, but how did you manage to capture this electrical crook when no one else could? <laughs> and his response, Sean, now is the time for his one-liner. That's true. Now he's... He's not now gonna... he's had, He did one... He had a false one. And he didn't quite make it. So now this is his big moment. Yeah, he workshopped it a bit. He's not going to do the metal mitts mm. kind of thing. He's not going to do that again. Like, the Legionnaires turned up here. And he's like, I got impressed. They've already turned me down once. And I'm going to have to be able to say maybe in four words, five words, exactly what power I have and how I stop this man. Okay? Yes. And so he says, so they say, how did you, how possibly could you stop this crook that nobody else could? And he say, he looks at them dead in the eye and he says, because of my bouncing power. Now, Sean. Oh, that is very similar to I'm Batman. I felt that. That's it. it, it, It's on the level with, like, uh, why did you say that name? It's (laughs) similar calibre there of of delivering a line. It's because of my bouncing power. Yeah. Because, but he he doesn't want to leave it there because bouncing boy's main thing is he can never just not exposit what exactly has occurred in the previous comic panels. So, wait, but he's expositing in the expositing here because he's telling this story to people he's telling the story but he's also now telling the story within the story to the other legionnaires my god this is complicated i knew that criminal couldn't paralyze me with an electrical shock while i was in the air but how though? like wouldn't but i wouldn't be grounded like the others sean because he's bouncing he is bouncing that's true but he Can't. he has to bounce off something though yeah, but he's not grounded because he's bouncing. But what? But as soon, but what? <laughs> but as soon as he touches your man, he would then be grounded. I feel like you're kind of coming up with a lot of dumb ideas of why this doesn't work, and I'm giving you gold here. He, I don't know how to more to dumb it down for you. The man is bouncing. He's mm. in the air, and yeah, he has to bounce off of something. But most of the time, he's done on anything. Yeah, he's in the air. But I'm just saying the source of the electricity is connected to the ground yeah. and clearly isn't affected by it. So upon touching that, it would logically be the next person that touches your man would then get electrocuted, even if it was previously a man who was bouncing through the air. And, and then the other guy... In his story, remember, of how he remembers yeah. it, it finishes with the guy going, I take back what I said about your bouncing ability being of no practical use. It clearly is. That's very much, uh, oh, when I tell this story, here's how I'm going to put it. <laughs> that's, that's how he remembers that conversation going, that the guy is like, we told you that you weren't good enough once. I've changed my mind. You have the best power. Here, have this ticket to the supermodel party. <laughs> so what do you think of that origin story? Oh, it's... Look, what I will say, it fits with the character. Uh, mm. It knows exactly what it is. Uh, it's a bold move to just be the character stand up in front of a room and just be like, and here's my story. <laughs> So, Chuck Tane was born on Earth with no power, Sean, and he received his ability to inflate when he accidentally drank a super plastic formula, which he thought was soda pop. 
He applied for membership in the Legion of Superheroes, but was first rejected. However, he used his new powers to defeat a robber, using electric weaponry. (laughs) He was admitted and took the codename Bouncing Boy. With his good humour, wit and charm, Tane appointed himself as the Legion's morale officer. (laughs) He had fuck all else to do. (laughs) I will say, though, that um, Bouncing Boy once lost his powers while bouncing in front of a matter-shrinking machine and was forced to resign from the Legion. The lads, I'm useless without my bouncing powers. I'm not the powerhouse I, I once was. Uh, with them, I'm Superman level. Without them, I'm just Batman. <laughs> I am a threat to God himself with my bouncing powers. However, he regained his powers again temporarily when the Legion faced Computo for the first time. And one of his fellow, fellow Legionnaire, Triplicate Girl's bodies, was killed. His powers left him again for a short period of time, were, but were restored once more. <laughs> they just keep taking them away, and then they're like, ah, bring them yeah, back. He's I let a the classic guy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Bouncing Boy became a teacher at the Legion Academy and even had a solo victory against somebody else in the team called the Hunter. This boosted Chuck's confidence and after once again losing his powers... (laughs) For fuck's sake, Chuck. (laughs) Drink some more of the fucking liquid if you have to. He he proposed to Triplicate Girl. Triplicate Girl. Which, by the way, used to only be able to make twins and was known as... The Duo Damsel, which is a great name. That's a great name. And then you have to just shoehorn in Triplicate Girl. The two quickly got married. So he got married to a girl. A girl actually wanted Bouncing Boy. Anyone actually wanted to be with him. Anyone wanted to even talk to him, other than him. My God, and three people, no less. But they both had to retire as the Legion, uh, from the Legion because of the rule that Legionnaires could not be married. Do you know what? That's a good rule to have on a superhero team. That would solve a lot of conflict. Fantastic um, Four is kind of screwed. After helping the Legion on a few occasional missions, the pair returned to Earth to become the headmasters of the Legion Academy. Um, so that meant that they were teaching all of the new Legion members when they came in about how to use their powers and basically just being Professor X. Right, so Bouncing Boy is the Professor X of DC. Is that what you're saying to me? I don't want to say that for sure, but I do want to say yes. Right, okay. Well, I have to say I'm not thrilled with this news. Mm. Um, By the way, Charles Foster Tane is his name and it's a reference to Citizen Kane. The the (laughs) second best movie on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Behind Paddington Bear 2. <laughs> Which is just a nice movie. It's better than Bouncing Boy. Um, is he not like, he? If in the school, surely he's like the DOS class. The class where you don't really have to do anything. Cause Annie, I mean, yeah, what could he teach you? Yeah, like any new recruits could kill that man, surely. I mean, I feel like we could kill Bouncing Boy. Yeah, especially if he's lost his powers. Then it's just killing a man. <laughs> But the way he sees it, he's a god, either way. Yeah, he has self-confidence on his side. I I just really wanted to bring those um those comic book panels because I couldn't quite like in my in my um I want to say article but like report. Yeah. I couldn't quite just harness what I had read yeah. to find about bouncing boy. There wasn't enough like 
you you didn't have all the words that you wanted to put in. No. no. So, um, in terms of bouncing boy, um, his his powers and ability, Sean. He's got elasticity. Oh. Bouncing Boy has the ability to expand his body to form a sphere, which provides him with the ability to bounce off surfaces. In his normal form, Bouncing Boy is overweight. <laughs> In his, like, when he's just a regular person. But when he inflates, his mass and height remain the same, while his overall dimensions increase to resemble that of a human sized ball. Sorry, he looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Um, so uh, whether his body actually inflates as it takes in air or his individual cells expand uh, is never explained when he utilises his power his body becomes extremely rubbery and elastic allowing him to bounce with great force Sean but the the thing is because it's from the 60s they hadn't quite nailed down like showing dynamic movement so I'm looking at these pictures and it just looks like he's happily just fucking floating through the air. <laughs> yeah. There's no movement. No, there's no like, he's just, he's just like, it looks like he's reading a comic book at one point. You know how it is when you're bouncing reading comic books. Look, we all originally thought of Originally thought of as a useless power by his legionnaire peers, tastes soon were shown wrong, Sean, and he demonstrated many types that he can use his body shape and rubber-like consistency as an effective ballistic weapon. <laughs> oh, that, that, when you put it like that, it sounds cool, but then you realise, like, his origin is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Unlike an inanimate rubber ball, which will slowly lose its kinetic energy, Bouncing Boy uses his muscles to maintain his velocity and power, no matter how many times he bounces. Oh, so he's he's like the juggernaut? Basically, he's more powerful than the juggernaut, is what I'm saying to you. He could take the juggernaut in a fight. I think he could take the juggernaut and all of the X-Men with one arm tied behind his back. My God, you're wrong, but okay. (laughs) No, I think so. I think I think it could be Thanos. Um, <laughs> so, by the way, he's lost his power four times, and the last time, in eight years later, he lost his powers again for no apparent reason. <laughs> he just, they wear off every so often. You know how it is. Your powers come and go. Um, he's an engine. He's a he's a gifted engineer and architect. He builds. Uh, he built and pilots a spaceship known as the Bouncing Boy. It's just called the Bouncing Boy. Just called the Bouncing Boy. But that's his name. Yeah, but the ship is also called the Bouncing Boy. So if I call the ship the Sean Meehan? Yeah. That's ridiculous. That, that's yeah, the no, thing that cool. irritates me most in this report. Surely you just name it like the Bouncing... The Bouncing Brigade. No. The Bouncing yeah. Boat? The Bouncing... Mm. Br- uh, you know what? It is hard, actually. It the is. Bouncing Battleship. The Bouncing Battleship. Um, as a Legion of Superheroes member, Bouncing Boy also possesses a Legion flight ring. The ring gives its wearer the ability to fly, the speed and range of which is determined by the wearer's willpower. That seems very similar to a certain other ring that exists in DC Comics. It does seem very similar, Sean, but that is the story of Bouncing Boy. I feel like this character needs its own movie. I mean, I could see him being in like a Suicide Squad kind of scenario where... Actually, to be honest with you, I was expecting him to be part of James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Yeah, like, I guess he's too much of a hero, because he seems to be genuinely, like, a good person in this. 
Uh, well, other than he fucking pisses off from his job to drink a lot of soda. Did he ever like address that with the with the scientist, or is he just no? Like, obviously, I mean, he just dragged aside stuff. Which, he didn't need to deliver it anymore. It was I gone. Did, even in the sixties, surely you couldn't put that in a comic. <laughs> surely, surely you couldn't. But you could, Sean. You know those things they aimed did. at children. <laughs> yeah, drink yeah, whatever just you drink. have. Drink weird liquids. You'll be fine. Go under the sink and see what's there. (laughs) Bleach is basically coke. Get the lemon one. It tastes nicer. (laughs) So, Sean, that is Bouncing Boy. Do you feel like he could maybe replace Superman or Batman? Which one? Both. Like, why not? Both? Yeah, yeah. Just thin out the Justice League a little bit, you know. Too many names. I think Wonder Woman, Bouncing Boy... Aquaman, leave it. Yeah, grad. That's it. Those, tri- those. That's the new big three. That's all you need. Yeah. Um, so, Sean, would you like to take us out? Yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We'll be back Monday with Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. Big thank you goes out to all of our patrons over on Patreon who support the show every single month. It's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. If you want to check that out, we do movie commentaries, not commentaries, reviews, and stuff like that. Um, and there's also a merch store in the description if you want to check that out get some t-shirts or hats and all that good stuff um, we are on Twitter at Heroes for Hire Pod the 4 is the number 4 Facebook it's Detective Divilman's Discussion Group Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast or you can email any questions or queries to Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com but the most important thing just tell one human being that we exist just the one please and I think that's about it Bouncing Boy I think so it is, Bouncing Boy number two. I'm the Um, ship. (laughs) I'm the ship. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I have been Connor Long. I have been Sean Lee. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.